<laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, tonight, D-Generation X proudly brings to you the greatest show on earth. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. Joe Black, Chris Mindell, the Sons of Slam podcast. Jimmy, huh? That one's for all my parrot heads out there. <laughs> On a Jimmy Buffett kick, all right. I forgot about this song. I actually, I actually like this. This song is such a tease because now I feel like I want to go on a cruise and I can't do that. Stupid Rona. Mr. Atley. <laughs> Love that part. Let's get to this. Ladies and gentlemen, Sons of Slam is in your ears. Welcome, everybody. Chris Mindell along with the Reaper, Mr. Joe Black, sir. How's the teeny of corn treating you? So I actually went up to a buddy of mine's house upstate okay. and uh look little, little half a night and a day trip mm-hmm. and uh i just got out of the lake and it was freezing yeah, I was it say, was it's not, not like, good it's not but hot. it felt so refreshing it's so gorgeous outside but it's like it's still like 73 degrees you forget you're in the se- you're in the southern part of upstate see i'm a little <laughs> bit north of you right now uh, you can stay up there for all I care, douche. <laughs> Upstate. All right, let's get to it. We got a ton of stuff to talk about. Oh, man, oh, man. Let's get into uh, what we thought were the axes were, were dropped already, but apparently not. So, um, Mr. Gulak, gone. Yeah. As of, this is as of, that, as of yesterday, uh, as of uh, Saturday, May 16th. Was was Friday Night Smackdown record... Uh, taped this week so that was taped um, it was taped okay yes and then he still he still actually on uh, twitter earlier in the day uh posted about his match with with bride and, and looking forward to like basically paraphrasing basically looking forward to getting back with him 
and uh, so sad. nothing it was it was uh, a, a lot of reports came out just as far as the actual axing but uh, one had said that uh, his his contract was up I'm just it, it wasn't a general consensus but his his contract was up they couldn't come to terms and so they just basically let him go which is I think it was uh, Ryan Satin that, that had reported that he just didn't he, he wasn't able to come to terms with WWE on a new contract yeah which is a shame because he was he, he was just started. Yeah, uh, he, he was he, getting a push. He was in line. He huge was in line to get a nice push. Huge push. Like he was, he was, he was. He got the uh, the push with the uh, the cruiserweight title. He was the champ for for a little bit. Lost that. Kind of went back in the, the bottom with whatever weird gimmick he had as far as teacher goes. And then uh, by the saving grace of uh, Daniel Bryan and wanting to uh, team up with him in the storyline and kind of like push some of the undercarders, uh, he he got he got a break. And kind of, it wasn't that he squandered it. He he did well with it. And that match yeah. with that that uh, that tournament match that he had on SmackDown was really good. And uh, it's, it's he's it's a shame because he was he was actually one one of the better uh, talents. Mm-hmm. What a it's uh, it really did. It struck me. It struck me as odd because he had a absolutely phenomenal match on on SmackDown this past week. Yeah, and it. It was a. I thought he was gonna, you know, further along the storyline with Brian, maybe turn heel on him at one point, but you know, I guess now we're really never gonna know. We will never know. We'll never we will know. never know unless they magically come up to, with some terms in the next couple of hours. But it doesn't look that way. But yeah, it's uh, it's not good. No, it's a shame. Not good for him. Um, you got anything going on uh, other than uh, this this pay per view that? Might well, I actually watched a, I believe it was on The Bump. Okay. I think. I'm not exactly too sure. I found it on YouTube or something. But it was a Zoom call that had, I think, about 33 wrestlers and actors and stuff like that. David Arquette was one of them. <laughs> he was the first one on there. Former champion. He had three different dolls and a costume change in the Zoom call, and he okay. was by far the MVP of it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he brought in some dude named RJ City who nobody fucking knew. He was just there. I think he was just David Arquette's friend. Okay. It was hilarious. Uh, Charlotte was there. She introduced Rick, and then Rick and Dolph went on a big tangent about how Dolph is the last American gigolo. Mm-hmm. It was hilarious. Uh, <laughs> Sasha, Titus, Liv, Mojo, Rachel Benetta. Do you know who that is? Not a clue. Me neither. Didn't know a clue of what she was. She okay. seemed like a. She had like a lawyer gimmick. Couldn't, couldn't tell you. Couldn't tell you what the whole thing was. Richard Bonetta, okay. Uh, Cleo Thomas. Do you know who that is? No. You're just <laughs> all these names. So Cleo Thomas was in a movie back in 2004, I believe. He was a younger lad back then. Okay. Um, his name in the movie was Hector Zeroni. Okay. So I don't know if you ever saw Holes. He would be zero. Yes. Yeah. Holes. Absolutely. Yeah, so he's a big wrestling fan, and I think he's friends with uh, Kayla or something. Okay. So he was on there. Clark Duke. No. You know who that is? No. Uh, he was the nerdy dude from Sex Drive and uh, Hot Tub Time Machine. Oh, sure. Okay, yeah, yes. Yeah, chubby guy. Right, okay. Chubby guy, yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sonia, Na- uh, Natalia, mm-hmm. Renee, Tom Phillips, uh, Robbie Fox, and Jared from Barstool Sports okay. showed up. Sam Roberts, which is hilarious. Skylar Aston from Pitch Perfect. Ray, Maria Menudos, uh, Ms. Biggie, Nikki and Bree. Oh, okay, hang on a sec. Nikki and Bree came on the screen, and Dolph was still there. 
Okay. And it was absolutely hilarious because you can tell Dolph knows when a camera's on him and when he's just completely disinterested. Mm -hmm. And they started talking about pregnancy and he blacked out his camera. So you can see this. He pretty much did this. Okay. <laughs> and then they left and he came back on. <laughs> he, Joe just basically, he, the, the cover on his uh, his webcam has a, like the the, the the camera on the webcam has like a cover that you can cover <laughs> like in the moment without having a to cover, turn the video exactly. off. A pri- it's called a privacy cover. The privacy cover. So he just covers um, over it. That's hysterical. <laughs> uh, let's see who else here. One of the guys that uh, one of the guys that was on the bump, I believe, he didn't recognize Zero from Holes, and as soon as he left, the dude just goes, "Was that? It was that Zero from Holes?" And they're like, "Yeah, you just realized that." And he goes, "No fucking way!" Well, it was you know WWE. No way! And he absolutely freaked out. And we're like, and the whole time they're like, "Now is when you realize nah, that, yeah, nah. that like he was here the whole time, the whole time." And uh, Malcolm Bivens, and I believe that wrapped it up. Okay. So it was a, it was a, a it was a who's who kind what, of. What a random selection and yeah, <laughs> random just like mix of people. I think <laughs> Clark like... Duke got yeah, it was ridiculous. It's Clark weird. Duke got on the Zoom chat. He's like, all right, who's here? And he's like, is that Ric Flair? He's like, oh my God, sir, it's an honor. And hmm. Rick's like, who me? Like me? You talking to me? He's like, yes, sir. It's an honor. And he's just completely fanboying out. He's <laughs> talking to me. And Rick is not having any. <laughs> I don't know who you are. You're beneath me. I'm the, yeah. great, the greatest of all time. Who are you? Yeah, uh, this is kind of weird. So, uh, we had a little thing this past weekend. Uh, yeah, kind of did. So let's uh, let's get yeah, let's get into that because uh, there was uh, a lot to go into that, and then just the offshoot of everything that happened after that. Um, the the aftermath might be if just as big if not bigger than uh, the actual event itself. So, uh, kick things off with uh, Hardy and Cesaro, which I was uh, surprised. I was surprised that they didn't go with uh, uh, Hardy and Sheamus since that was the the storyline that they were going with. Even though now, uh, fast forwarding to Raw, they they're have making this, up for it. Yeah, they're making up for it with this tournament, which has four of the biggest like pay per view style matches. Uh, so we, I saw the lineup. I'm like, oh shit, that's this is this could be a banger. <laughs> this whole tournament. Um, so Hardy is is facing Sheamus in this tournament, which is kind of good for the tournament. Uh, you'd think they'd have that for a pay per view, but not so much. But uh, Hardy get, gets his win and his uh, his return. Uh, had uh, New Day winning the Fatal Four Way match. Um, I was I, there's some crazy spots in that one, insane spots, and I was rooting for Lucha House Party the entire way. Yeah. But insane spots with that one, yeah. That I was, was rooting for Forgotten Sons, and look, we're both losers. Yeah, look at that. <laughs> look at that. <laughs> um, I enjoyed, I'm looking at this this whole uh, card before we go any further. I enjoyed this entire card, except for when it got to the 2003 match here with R-Truth and MVP. And, and then, then all... it turned into the 2007 match between R-Truth and Bobby Lashley. Yes, all this black on black crime is just, is, it's harsh, and... Uh, Anytime I get Lashley on the screen, I always just like huff. I'm like, oh god, <laughs> I don't understand. I understand. I know. I see now that they're trying to do something with MVP and this whole stable thing that he's leading, uh, and Lashley needs uh, a mouthpiece because he sucks alone. And Lana is that the whole thing seems to be done, but it just it just continues to flounder. I, I just don't understand 
well, how they're, they're it's like it's not even like a push for him it's trying to push him and it's just kind of like it's not going equally across it's just like kind of taking a dive it's weird um to, so Tamina and Bailey, I, I I still see online a lot of hate for Bailey as far as just a heel and champion. I like her. <laughs> I, I I don't know how you feel about it. Uh, I like her a lot. And uh, this this match, I th- I actually thought with all that being said, and I understand that it, you know this is how you build uh, a a program is when you have two people that you know are get well together, and then all of a sudden there might be some animosity thrown in there to kind of break it up, aka like Mega Powers. Uh, so, uh, I understand. Oh, too I, soon, man. Too soon. Too soon. <laughs> For like 10 years. That was my, I, that was one of my favorite WrestleManias, by the way, of all time. It was six. Um, Bailey. Couldn't, ba- couldn't tell you that. It was before my time. Son of a bitch. You, you've, you've never seen WrestleMania six. You've never seen the mega powers explode. I've seen the mega powers explode. Okay. <laughs> but if I, I'd be lying to you, if I didn't tell you the first WrestleMania I saw front to back uh-huh. was WrestleMania 25. Okay, I mean, fair enough. So fair enough. Um, that was my favorite so far, and then thirty. Uh, thirty was a, was a good one too. Uh, yes, the yes movement. Um, although that was uh, that was the end of the Taker streak, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Shameful. The That's when uh, uh, Daniel Bryan's going to have the Chris Jericho line about how he beat Triple H. He beat all of Evolution in one night. In one night. <laughs> in one night that was the that was the night that on on our world famous tangent that was the night that uh we, we watched the uh the undertaker special after money in the bank what an ama- amazing uh piece that was and I'm, I'm looking forward to tonight but uh him going into the whole thing about the concussion at 30 and against yeah, Lesnar, that was nuts not having a clue where he was uh asking michelle mccool uh to, to cheat for him <laughs> as far as like and then it turns out what's my name he Vince wasn't even there when Daniel Bryan won the title. He wasn't even there because he rushed to the hospital because Undertaker was there. That's like his boy. <laughs> his... That's not that's not even professional courtesy. That's straight up looking at someone like a son to you. Yeah. <laughs> you left the main event. Uh one of the biggest the probably the biggest moment of Bryan's career. Not not that it was a slight to him, but you had I... one of the biggest WrestleMania moments of all time too. Of all time, yeah. Yeah. Like it was like when uh, everybody wanted the, the little guy to get pushed and he finally got it after being buried by Triple H uh months before at uh at was it SummerSlam and uh yeah, so it was it was his time to come to shine and uh it's it was no slight on Brian, but you know, it's the, the, priorities here so with taker going to the, the hospital because of his concussion and asking michelle like uh what's my name he's basically asking him to, <laughs> which is very funny um anyway uh, i was looking I, I was thinking that tamina was going to actually take this uh it's at one point did a, a samoan uh slam on her and uh it was just kind of a weird roll up from there and uh bailey takes the the win but the animosity continues on raw uh with charlotte i'm sorry i'm sorry at smackdown with charlotte uh Kind of stirring the pot and mixing things up with Banks and Bailey. Um, so Strowman and Bray Wyatt. Uh, this one of the few, uh, one one of the few uh, uh, matches that were actually uh, taped beforehand. Everything else mm-hmm. was live um, because of the puppetry and not wanting to see the puppeteers. <laughs> get, I think get... that we 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 had even noticed that that was the only match that you could tell. Well, other than the Money in the Bank match at the end, but you can. They they had the live they take the, the little off. live uh, emblem in the in the top right the entire time right except for those two matches except for that match yeah and then the, the money in the bank right you're right um, uh, 
I was kind of eh. <laughs> I was kind of Braun and Bray. Yeah, I was kind of eh with this. Um, I, 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 I liked it. I didn't think it was <clears throat> up to par with what it probably could have been, mm-hmm. but uh, I didn't exactly mind it for the first time of them two locking up. Okay. You know, not that I hated it. I just it's it, it kind of it caught my interest when he put the mask on. I was I I like the the throwback. Um, but uh, I really thought I really thought that that was going to be Bray's big thing. Like the entire, I didn't want to say anything during the Zoom call that we had and all that stuff. <laughs> uh-huh. But I really thought the entire time, like when he put on that mask, mm-hmm. I was like, oh no, I not a, a finger poke of doom. Like I'm not gonna. Right, I don't right. want to sit through this right now. <laughs> right, please, right. Please don't do this to me, ben, Please. <laughs> Yeah. Um, the only difference being is that 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 would not have uh, destroyed a company <laughs> like the original Finger Poke of Doom led to the destruction of that one. Um, Drew McIntyre and Seth Rollins. Uh, this is pre baby news. Uh, <laughs> well, pre released. Pre pre released. Yes, he knew. I've seen. There you saying. go. There you go. <laughs> kayfabe, my friend. Kayfabe. Uh, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. So, Speaking uh, of volcanoes, hey, hello, um, <laughs> <laughs> hello, nurse. Um, uh, I am enjoying McIntyre. I'm enjoying Rollins. I'm enjoying Rollins even more now uh, after Monday Night Raw. But I, I enjoyed this match. Uh, uh, no, um, no title changes in any of these matches. Looking, looking, looking. Yeah, everybody, oh. every, everybody retained. Uh, and we get to the. Uh, the money in the bank here. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed this. I enjoyed the the aspect of it. Uh, obviously, it was one of those things where we were all looking forward to it because of just how different it was. This one, um, I was looking forward to it even more because of how they, they pulled off the uh, the Undertaker Styles match at WrestleMania. So it was going to kind of have that same kind of kind of feel. So for them to go and start the way they did uh, with Asuka on the top of the the uh, balcony there basically and like diving on top of everybody and everybody was wrestling through um we should have known we should have known that oscar was going to win at that very moment just that spot <laughs> because that if you've ever seen star wars yeah. you know whoever's got the high ground probably gonna win <laughs> and and they will chop your your leg and arms off and and leave you in a, a pile of lava yes absolutely um absolutely so this going going through the building and Don't destroy it <laughs> Um, and like they had a food fight, end up in McMahon's office. I finally get to see uh, McMahon's big uh, T Rex uh, bone head there in the office. And the, the funny thing with with the two of them, uh, with Brian and Styles, uh, and then Bruce you know, Pritchard in the bathroom. Bruce Pritchard in the bathroom. Let me, let me go over the for some reason. First off, why did Ray even go into the bathroom in the first place? Yeah, maybe I had to take a piss. Who knows? It was kind of oh, weird. Yeah, could be. Uh, pff, there was. Uh, let's see here. Uh, the the cameo appearances in in uh, I haven't listed here cameo appearances and Money in the Bank so we had Brother Love Brother Love spotted by uh, Rey Mysterio in the bathroom <laughs> uh, not Doink but Doink the Clown uh, hiding behind an office chair uh, Doink two point Doink like three point oh weren't there like two Doinks initially whatever I don't want to know the hell it is version uh, version eleven at this point. it really is uh, Stephanie McMahon uh, criticizes Dana Brooke for tearing down the fake money in the bank briefcase in the conference room. Hang on, hang on, one. All right, hang on. I'm sorry. Yeah. Go uh, fin- finish the list. I, I want to go back to Dana Brooke. Okay. Uh, well, go ahead. Go ahead. All right. How cool would it have been if 
whoever got that money in the break brief, briefcase off of that specific uh, in the money in the bank conference room, mm-hmm. if they got like a little raise, you know what I mean? If you find the special money in the bank briefcase, it'll contain a thousand dollars or, or ten thousand dollars. You know what I mean? Yeah. So she actually got that, and it was like because the entire time when she took that thing off, I was like, "Holy shit!" Like I know she didn't win the match, but I was like, "Damn, you know they got like a raise just hanging off the roof or something." Well, that see like, now that'd be interesting because what would happen if uh, if like they did like that money in the bank like next year, and it's like you have the choice of two: <laughs> you can show, go, you can go get the cash here, or you can go get the belt, you can go get the million dollar raise, or possible but, title shot, possible title shot. But the you wouldn't give like say it's like like a uh, hundred thousand dollars something like that like if they put a hundred grand in a briefcase but like the title the title briefcase is up on the roof but the money briefcase is somewhere in the building you don't know yeah, where it is exactly <laughs> it's hidden somewhere like you choose like do i want to be a champion or, or do i want the cash and you can just like kind of split off and have it that way um but yeah just dana brooke getting that i was like uh is this over that was quick um let's see here uh styles gets uh spooked when he sees a poster of the undertaker Opens the door to see a casket and gets it locked inside by Alistair Black. Um, so take her making an appearance without making an appearance. Uh, Paul Heyman is shown eating at catering. Uh, Otis gets excited. By himself. And smashes food platter in his face. He's by himself, randomly, in an empty building. Uh, Otis finds a cafeteria and <laughs> runs into uh, John Laurinaitis on a scooter. And he gives, uh, as Laurinaitis gives his people power catchphrase, he gets hit in the face with a pie. We saw that coming. And then... Uh, Daniel Bryan and Styles spill into Vince McMahon's office. Um, I, I just I found that the whole thing it was uh, comical and, and funny. And then uh, a, a big pop from uh, on the Zoom call with Rob when when uh, um, Baron Corman just threw the weight at the window <laughs> at the the mirror and cracked yeah. it. Uh, that was a cool spot. And then we get to the uh, seven years of bad luck, right? That's it. Yeah, well, for the king, yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then we get to the top of the building, and the only spot I didn't understand. Speaking of Corbin. Um, when the when he and Asuka gets to the top of the ladder and Asuka knocks him over, like I, I understand why they they she they never explained why that was a thing. Like yeah, like he was gonna go for her briefcase. I I, I didn't I didn't quite get that. Did he want the men's and women's and women's? So I'm gonna be. <laughs> can you imagine if someone did that? Would be great. <laughs> he just get like Mr. And I now pronounce you Mr. And Mrs. and Mrs. Money in the Bank. See, you could do like like Santina Morella would be good at that spot. Like if he he picked up both briefcases and then could just do like Santina and Santino and then have both. No, he he needs to enter the match as Santina, get the women's briefcase, rip off the wig, grab and the, go and get the briefcase, briefcase as Santino. <laughs> right. So Oscar wins the women's money in the bank, um, and deservedly so. She's uh, at least my favorite uh, female uh, on Raw SmackDown now. And then, and then murder happens, uh, and nobody talked about it. So attempted murder by Corbin throwing off Mysterio and Black off the side of the building. And it, this wasn't. It's we we kind of knew, or not kind of, we knew that this was going to be a thing. But they didn't make such a big deal about it. It was like, oh my god, they threw, they, they threw, got thrown both guys over. The announcers did a, a a fairly decent job at reacting to the the situation in the midst of all the chaos. Mm-hmm. But I think they should have done a little more with it. Maybe have Ray out for a, a month or two. Yeah, the whole thing. Alistair was- takes a break or something like that. They they each come back in different scenarios. To, yeah. you know. Kind of do something with that. It was weird. It was weird. Could, that... You could have had Alistair as the next dead man. Yeah. 
you know? Could've, yeah, he could have extended it more. That was that was a huge spot that kind of just got that got thrown by the side, wayside. It was like the announcers, as you said, they 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 pointed it out. It wasn't as big of a deal as it should have been because again, it was attempted murder. You just threw two guys over the side of a building, <laughs> so yeah. you can see ninety five i ninety five on this in the background, and two guys just got thrown over. It's like, oh, okay, never mind. So we're just gonna get the briefcase. No, no mention of the fact that you just <laughs> just try to kill two people. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just, Do you think that because they understand the rules of the match that it's attempted manslaughter? So because of because of the rules of the match, it's it's allowed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he could still get brought to. It might not be murder. He, you know, he might not have premeditated. That. What if there was no? Let's say okay. Let's say. What if there was no six foot ledge? There was no six foot <laughs> ledge, and then, you know the next ledge would be uh, uh, hundred feet down. Like what? <laughs> the next ledge, I'm pretty sure, is I ninety five. The next ledge is the floor. So <laughs> what? <laughs> What happens in that case if there was no ledge? <laughs> what the? <laughs> I I found the whole thing just amazingly comical. And then to see Mysterio, we'll, we'll get to it. Well, everybody knows as, as far as what happens the next night on Raw. But to see Mysterio, and I, I know I mentioned it in the moment. I'm like, why is Mysterio in the back with Becky, saying hi to everybody? Like you just killed this whole storyline as far as this this whole thing. You could have gone further with this and. They try to explain it by him saying, like, uh, thank God there was a six-foot ledge there. And he explained it in, like, two seconds. But you could have built that up and, and had a little more, uh, I don't know, <laughs> a little more exactly. build-up. That. That was, that was Especially my... with this whole brand-to-brand invitation, yeah. you have King Corvin coming to Monday Night Raw. Right. So why not have, you know, if they extended that a couple weeks and you have Ray come back, let's say, three weeks after he was thrown off a ledge. He's like, by the grace of God, yes. <laughs> I just feel like a missed opportunity. That my only my only gripe with that is just they could have played it out a little better with that because that was a huge spot. Um, and then Styles Styles getting on top of the ladder and doing the bumbling in in the words of uh, oh shit what's his name um, ESPN Chris Berman. Thank you so much. See you get me so well. The bumbling fumbling uh, bumbling stu- stumbling back back, back. <laughs> Chris Berman. God Mr. Berman. I just I have to <laughs> back 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 back. Uh, yeah, so he it Styles bumbles the briefcase right into Otis's hands, and that is our winner of the men's money in the bank. Uh, Pretty sure he's the only man in history to not have to climb the ladder to win. Yes, so he tried. Yeah, he tried with the one ladder and broke two steps. Um, and if anything, if if money in the bank has taught me personally anything, it's that I was scared of ladders before, not because of the height thing, but be, well, yeah, I'm a little afraid of heights, but because of the you know, I'm a large gentleman. <laughs> Otis is a large gentleman. Some might call us thick boys. But the whole point was that me watching this, I was like, yo, if Otis can climb a ladder, I'm not going to have any more fucking fear about ladders. <laughs> he gets on the first step and breaks it, and I'm like, shit. Here's another another uh, thing. I just, I, this, this is me watching wrestling and just always said, this is what I do. This, this is who I am. I just think way too much into something that just is scripted. Um, if, the, if Big Show can get on the ladder, why can't Otis? Maybe that's why they haven't had Big Show on the fucking shows in a while. <laughs> I just remember him being on. I'm like, wait, if he, but it, uh, okay, never mind, forget it. <laughs> See now, listen, because this is just because me wrestling. Being logi- thank you. Yes, exactly. But this is just me being logistical about it. Yes. If you see Otis try to climb that ladder, if he had done it gingerly, yeah, he'd have made it. Yeah, absolutely. But obviously, Vince McMahon was like, listen. Just like we're gonna have you on the ground, uh, and then we're just gonna have it fall into your lap. <laughs> because if this, <laughs> I, I <laughs> this had taught us anything, yeah. it's that Otis literally had to climb the corporate ladder just to have it fall in his lap. 
<laughs> literally and figuratively. Um, I've, by the way, and my, my last thought on this, I've never seen someone uh, step on a ladder like that. Like with all your might and force. <laughs> yeah. Your, your foot like. <laughs> like you're like stepping like Godzilla on a, on a uh, step ladder. I bet Vince McMahon was crying, laughing. Oh, he loved it. He loved it. (laughs) Oh, my God. Guaranteed. I would have paid money to see Vince McMahon react to that. Guaranteed. He was all about it. Absolutely all about it. Um, So, Otis is your winner. I'm. I'm, And new. I I really like Otis. I think I. You and I, I, uh, from the get go, from uh, his, his time with Tucker. And heavy machinery, we <laughs> enjoy him. And Vince, obviously, as we we discussed, as I discussed with you uh, last week, that's his boy. Like Vince is very high on Otis, and you can see why. Why, and and it's proof that he because he won. Um, I, it was either him or or Black. I thought would have, but when Black got tossed in his attempted uh, a murder uh, plot, uh, it wasn't going to be him. Obviously, so uh, good for Otis. You know, bad for Tucker. It's gonna be like a it's like a Shawn Michaels uh, Marty Jannetty situation Unless here. Unless you use it for the tag titles, which this I think would you should. Be the opportunity to show that you can go after any title you want, mm-hmm. because that's the whole reason about Money in the Bank. Yeah. It's so that yes, you have the opportunity to go after the major title. Mm-hmm. You have the opportunity to go after the Universal, the WWE title, in your hand. But if you're a tag team wrestler and all you know is tag team wrestling, then maybe you might use it on a tag. Right. Could only hope. Could only, only hope. So that be is interesting if it had happened. I, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> I, I, and I think it's still, it's still a thing because it, 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 it was kind of teased on SmackDown that he was going after Strowman in their tag match, but I, I, could, still see, uh, I could still see him going for uh, the tag titles against like New Day. Um. Moving on to Raw. So, nothing special happening here on Raw, but nah. starting off with <laughs> the, with Becky Lynch coming down the ramp um, with the briefcase. And we're like, wait, why does she have the briefcase? And then you see Asuka all pissy and speaking uh, Japanese and nobody understanding. But then you know, Becky, as calm as she can say, is like, it's, it's bigger than what you thought it was, Asuka. And she opens up the briefcase. I'm like, and I'm looking at it, I'm like, there's no way a belt can fit in that briefcase. It seems very small. And then sure enough, Opens it up and there's a briefcase in there, and I mean briefcase. There's a belt in there, and uh, Oscar's the new champ. Now I do have a quick question: Is this Money in the Bank in the record books going to go as the first Money in the Bank for the title? Yeah, mm, I think. Yeah. Right. Yeah, absolutely. But it wasn't actually for the title. It wasn't in the uh, in the, the moment, the moment. they recorded it. Right, but on okay. Raw. It was revealed that yes, this was this would actually be the first time ever that the Money in the Bank was for the actual title. Um, I have two things about Becky Lynch, really quick. Yes. Well, first things about Asuka. Asuka, I believe, is the first ever women's Grand Slam champion. So, she has won the Raw, mm-hmm. the SmackDown, mm-hmm. the NXT, and the Women's Tag Team Championships. I thought that was Bailey. What? I thought Bailey was the first. I don't think yep. she had the raw title. Uh, I don't think she had the one, one of the. T- I don't know. I could be wrong. I think she she claimed she already claimed herself as the first Grand Slam. She did say that. I'm pretty sure she said that on on SmackDown, didn't she? Yeah. Okay. Well, then Oscar's the second. There. 
<laughs> but she did just add another acolyte to her at the, you know what I mean? Yeah. To her, uh, <laughs> to her resume. She's, she's Royal Rumble, Raw, SmackDown, NXT, Women's Tag Team Champion, Miss Money in the Bank. So let's see. Bailey is now the first Women's Grand Slam Champion. Yes. Uh, okay. Merge as the winner of the Women's Money in the Bank ladder match. Uh, so she won that. She became the new SmackDown Women's Champion. Uh, she okay. won Raw, SmackDown, NXT, and Women's. Yeah. So she's the first, and Oscar's, Oscar's the second. Okay. Yep. So. Did Bay- Hang on, really quick. Did Bailey win the NXT? Women, uh, NXT, no, they don't have women's tag titles in NXT. That's stupid. They do not. Yep, that's on me. But she can go back and and create one and and make them and then win it. (laughs) There you go. Um, Uh, Wait, one one more thing was uh, uh, Becky Lynch is actually the second Irishman to relinquish the title (laughs) because of Seth Rollins' carelessness. Damn it, Seth. So, uh, yes. So Ben Balor would have been the first one. What was it? Everybody was wondering. <laughs> the, that that meme and the uh, and the uh, uh, John Moxley pulling out of WWE. Roman Reigns pulled out of WWE. <laughs> Seth Rollins did not pull yeah, out. Yeah, no, <laughs> he's not pulling Seth out. Rollins, Seth Rollins don't pull out. Funny. This, this child right here. Yes. I, I, I'm pretty sure I said it to you and Stephen. Sure. This child, if he does not call, if it does not call itself the myth. I don't think what I don't know what it'll be. <laughs> you have the Messiah, yes. the man, yes. and the myth, the myth as your family. Yeah. This fucking kid better be a wrestler. Either the myth or the goddamn, it's gonna go right to the top. Yes, of the absolutely. Yeah, or the legend, <laughs> the man, the myth. Oh, yeah. No, that that's gonna be the myth's kid. The myth's kid will be the legend. <laughs> the legend. The third generation one. And um, then Randy Orton's grandkid is gonna be the legend killer, and, and they they're gonna go after that. <laughs> Dude, I'm thinking twenty years ahead, bro. <laughs> Uh, and Vince will still be alive, um, booking uh, crappy matches. So the oh yeah, overall actually I enjoyed Money in the Bank. Um, I I actually enjoyed it thoroughly, uh, with the exception of Lash. I could do without that at, at all times. And they but both the both the briefcases went to people who were in line for pushes, mm-hmm. but you didn't exactly know when or if they would ever get a title. And that's exactly what Money in the Bank is used for. And it they did, and it actually was because Oscar won. Uh, the belt uh, that the next night, and so Becky exactly. announces that and gives her the belts, and Oscar's all uh, chippy about it. And uh, the, the best line in in a while that I've heard was, "You, you go on and be a warrior while I go on and be a mother." And that was oh, a- if you if as a grown man, if you didn't <laughs> shed a tear during that, I was like, oh, oh, think about your think about your life. Right, <laughs> think That's all about I your say. life. If I you like didn't it. shed yes. a tear, yeah. I'm not saying you got a ball out crying, yeah, but if you didn't shed a tear. When she goes, no, I'm gonna go be a mother. Oh. <laughs> be a be a what now? <laughs> a mother. A mother. <laughs> and she goes in the yes, and that was it. They hug, and Oscar breaks <laughs> Oscar breaks character for a little bit and uh, hugs it out. Um, you were actually the one, Robin, on the Zoom call. Our friend Robin mentioned as far as like the idea of Oscar spraying mist in that moment and kind of like killing that whole thing. And the, the funny enough, uh, and I, I, I think he saw it from you because you posted that. I, mm-hmm. I, 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 I'm going to rip him when I see him tomorrow. Uh, I, I thought it was an original idea. It was actually came from you, <laughs> and then that meme that you posted that if, if, uh, if she she basically could take the opportunity to to blow mist in her face <laughs> in that moment, um, it, that uh, it should have been taken it should have been taken advantage of. And to that ends, uh, I should have had it pulled up. I apologize here. Um, I think Jim Cornette actually mentioned that. I thought it was uh, punk. Uh, was it punk? 
I think it was Punk that that had said you had a missed opportunity to have uh, you know Golden Age heel in Oscar. I don't think he used Golden Age, but you know what I mean. Huh. I th- I thought it was Punk. I thought I read it from Punk, and I'm pretty sure that's what I had retweeted. Okay. On Facebook, something like that. Uh, no, 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 no. I got it here. Uh, Jim Cornette on his own show. Oh. Uh, the Jim Cornette Experience spoke about Becky Lynch going ahead with having a baby, and he said the following. Quote, you can't always be on top of the wrestling business in a $1 million a year spot or more, but you can have a baby. What is she? Can she, can she be 30? Lynch is, and Lynch is 33. Well, mm-hmm. it's still, she's got many more years before the fucking easy bake oven gets shut off. She can have all those problems like a descended stomach and stretch marks and hemorrhoids and hormones problems and mood swings and all those other joys of motherhood when, and in big, big bold print on the, on the, home and said instead of making a million dollars next year i'm gonna basically just be a raging bitch for the next nine months and then give you more shit to worry about around the house that's what that's that came out of his mouth <laughs> wow yeah that's all i gotta say this is part of a just just wow part of the post where i good, good I, on you cornet i don't know is yeah. that even yeah yeah so yeah i i I think, it, I think it was it's just odd. Pretty stupid. I think it was a stupid statement to make, and uh, like you can't. <laughs> I think she's well off right now to be able to say, "Listen, I can take a break for a year and have a family and start this now." Um, and Rollins is doing well. It's it's it combined. They do you well. Think it's a year. I was gonna be more than a year. Yeah, I I, I said before, I told. Yeah, uh, I would too. I would say like probably mid next year, if anything. Um. Yeah, I, I'm, it's not going to happen anytime soon. But <laughs> Jim is all about the money. Like, make your money now. You're going to have babies. But, but babies when? When you're 40? She, she wants to wrestle for the next, like, what, 10 years? 10, 15 years? Oh, you're going to wait until she's like 40, 45? All right, Jim. <laughs> Good job, Jim. Um, so, yeah, a huge, huge announcement on, on Raw with that. And, uh, all right, Jimbo. Let's go, Jim. Jimbo. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm going to fast forward the rest of this because it was a lot of just uh, Zelina, uh, Zelina crew as always. The return of the Iconics. Uh, my my baby Peyton. Looking good. Uh, iconic. <laughs> I love doing that. Oh, iconic. I can't believe. I, I'm, I'm... I, had to, I had to stop a second for the on the video. I had to stop a little bit for the delay because I know there is a little delay. So you got, yeah, I got I it. I had that post for like 15 seconds. <laughs> I saw that on the video. Your, your, your audio is a little delayed, but I saw the video yeah. was very delayed. And I just see you like stop and stuck in that pose. It was amazing. I should have taken a screenshot. Um the the uh, this established uh, 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 stable with uh, mentioned before with MVP and uh, Bobby Lashley that seems to be a thing, um, and then we get to the main event. And uh, by the way, this whole thing with this basketball uh, thing that happened with the Prophets and Raiders um, might go down Ugh. in my top ten. It's one of the stupidest things I've ever seen in my life. I, I just want to I just want to point that out. Um, Amen. <laughs> I enjoy like stupid like vignettes like that, but this was just ridiculous. Uh, can I talk about this 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 uh, this main event with it was uh, Murphy and Rollins, and Rollins basically in a catatonic state the entire match, uh, not moving, not getting, not wanting to get tagged in. Murphy having the entire match to himself. It just seems like Seth Rollins was trying to make a whole bunch of memes. About his wife being pregnant or his girl being pregnant. Mm, yes, <laughs> that's all it seemed like to me. All it seemed. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Um, and by the way, in this match, 
other than Mysterio getting that that weird eye uh, spot when they have his eye uh, basically cut by getting pushed into the <laughs> into the steps by by Rollins when he snapped out of it. Um, I don't know if you if you saw this, but uh, uh, article came out the next day. Uh, match on WWE Raw ended early because Vince McMahon's secret rule was broken. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're aware of this. So, uh, so it had a weird finish at, at the end, and I was kind of like, I, I kind of actually tilted my head as to like the, how it, why it ended so like abruptly. It was just basically if you if you watch it again, it it goes and goes and goes, and all of a sudden it just goes, goes into that spot with Mysterio and Rollins, and then that's it. Um, it turns out that Rollins broke one of Vince McMahon's secret rules, um, and it, it goes on to say, as you may know, the referees are told to call matches like a shoot. Basically, if a wrestler forgets to get their shoulder up. Uh, uh, or if they don't get in the ring by the, before the count of 10, even though it's supposed to be scripted that they do, they count it as if that's it, and then basically you deal with the repercussions in the back with Vince, and they kind of work that out. Um, on Wrestling Observer Live, uh, Brian Alvarez said that another McMahon rule was broken when Mysterio was attacked by Rollins, who is not the legal man in the match. Now, listen very carefully. This, is, this gets a little confusing. Uh, we will talk through, the, talk through this and work it out together. Uh, Alvarez said, there is, in fact, a secret rule. It's the it's a Vince McMahon rule. He continued, in a tag team match, you know how you tag, and there's a five seconds when you can both be in the ring at the same time, right? If I tag you, for five seconds, we can both be in the ring as the referee counts to five. However, outside of that five seconds, if you are not the legal man, you cannot touch the other team's legal man. Vince is adamant that this be enforced. If you are legal, you are allowed to hit the other team's illegal man, but... The illegal man can't touch the legal man. So, Ray, because he's legal, is allowed to hit Seth on the apron. But Seth on the apron is not allowed to hit Ray. So, Seth can hit Alistair because they're both illegal. Uh, legal can hit illegal, but illegal cannot hit legal. But illegal can hit illegal. <laughs> are we, are this sounds we, like it was straight from Donald Trump's mouth. It sounds like, yes. <laughs> it's a, a lot of double talk. So basically, the, the, the gist of it is that if you're outside the ring and you're not tagged in, you can be in the ring for five seconds, and that then that, that makes you legal. If you are in this situation, Ray went after, after uh, Rollins, which was fine in Vince's eyes because he was legal. But because he was still Ill- the illegal man, he wasn't tagged in, Rollins then went after Ray, and that's what broke the rule. So... Uh, let's see here. It went on to uh, Vince is apparently very adamant about the referees enforcing this rule, so that that is why the match ended awkwardly before they went to the scheduled post-match attack on Mysterio. They continue. Vince is so adamant about this rule that when the wrestlers put together matches, there are spots that they want to do, but they can't because this will violate this rule. Even though I said all that, you are still allowed to break up a pin. So, illegal, as noted, can hit legal to break up a pin. This is like the only. Caveat to this rule. If the illegal man, I like that there's actually rules in, in professional wrestling. If the illegal man tries to make a pin and the ref isn't paying attention and the illegal man hits the illegal man, I think that's a disqualification. If you're on the apron, you step outside and you punch the illegal man, even though blah, 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 blah. So basically, Ray went after Seth. Seth then grabbed him and threw him on the floor. And that was the disqualification because of the crazy rule. That's why it ended that way. Because wow. because Seth grabbed him, and so that's that was like a legit like Vincent rule that you, that he broke, and that's when they they kind of split and went directly into that spot. So the planned spot, all that to say, was that the Mysterio spot was planned, but they cut right to it. There was supposed to be more to the match, and so that's why it got cut up the way it did. 
Fucking Seth, man. A lot of crazy just stuff, about huh? To, just about to have a kid with the top man in the company, and then all of a sudden he thinks he can fuck do anything. He can do anything. <laughs> he can just do anything. But uh, <laughs> it doesn't matter who you are. Vince has his rules, and that was that. Um, that was raw. Uh, that was an uh, in- interesting way to end that 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 thing there. Uh, by the way, I didn't mention that uh, I found that in the Money in the Bank ladder match, Shayna Baszler got completely buried in that match. So she was like just like a no-show. It was just kind of yeah. kind of weird not seeing her uh, or the way she got got put in that spot, and then uh, ended ended the night with Orton and Edge, and then so they're basically going to have at Backlash a, a, ma- a wrestling match, <laughs> a good old fashioned wrestling match. Yes. I think I brought it up to you in the Zoom chat. When was it okay for people to say wrestling in WWE? Um, yeah, good call. I don't know, right? And I'm pretty sure this week they said it fucking. 12 times yeah easily <laughs> yeah everybody was like this is a wrestling match yeah we are in a wrestling company yeah yeah <laughs> i didn't get it i didn't get it i didn't get it either it was very odd to me uh wrestling am i right um because wrestling because wrestling so jumping over to aew on wednesday uh a couple more things here before we wrap things up um this was not live AEW like it was last week, but everybody was there at Daily uh, Daily Place. Um, again, because uh, in Jacksonville they have this order where they can get all the testing you want, and basically that's what they do. And there's more people in the crowd now, so it's kind of it, not kind of it, they are relinquishing as far as like the uh, the rules here a little bit more uh, with everything. But um, we we started things off with Archer and and Jake Roberts and. Uh, <laughs> not only did he not really apologize for what he did to Rhodes the, the week before, as far as humping, he doubled down. He doubled down. <laughs> he doubled down hard. He doubled down hard. Um, yeah, he just he doesn't care. It's you know, women in the kitchen and uh, big, basically bake me something and blah 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 and wiping baby's butts is what he said. Cooking, wiping baby's butts, and occasionally when it gets very cold outside, she can keep me warm. <laughs> double down. <laughs> double down. Oh, Jake. Jake the Snake, my uh, friends. Um, it wouldn't be AEW double or nothing if he didn't double down before. You get know it, what I'm saying? Get it? Uh, <laughs> Jurassic Express taking on best friends. Um, uh, which I'm trying to think about about this match here. Uh, that that match, I, I didn't mind it. I just uh, can we just address how ferociously Ray Phoenix kicked the dog shit out of. Cassidy's head. Cassidy's head. And, yes, which setting up the match for next week. But yeah, like there was no like pullback on that on that kick, man, right in his head. Oh <laughs> Just no! Reared back and, and wailed on his on his head. Um, let's see here. Uh, by the way, I want to also uh, shout out. Uh, I don't know if you listen to AEW Restricted, Unrestricted. Um, restricted, would, <laughs> restricted would be a totally different show. But AEW Unrestricted, um, which is really good. And uh, if you listen to the one that just came out with Excalibur. And talks about him and creating a PWG, Pro Wrestling Gorilla, mm-hmm. and uh, why he wears the mask, and and how he got all like basically everybody in the industry goes to him as far as like these names, him and, and Morrow <laughs> with all the names of, of the of the spots, and he goes into how he calls they they have like they're basically the only team that where when they first started that Jim Ross didn't really understand why he had the mask, didn't understand what was going on, and he's like basically just give me a chance, and so it, Ross kind of grew to respect him a little more and so when they do these these matches where it's like the omega matches 
it's it's him calling. It's Excalibur calling it. Whereas if they did it like a Cody Rhodes or more technical like Matt re- match, Ross calls. So it's it's okay. it's interesting to kind of hear him talk about the dynamics and how they switch back and forth. Um, and that actually Excalibur was more, even though he he looked up to Ross. He said he was he was more of a Nitro WCW guy, and that he looked up to <laughs> to Giovanni, and Giovanni was the host of the show. So it's a very interesting uh, listen uh, for, on that one. Um, really quickly, speaking about uh, masks and luchadors and all that stuff, my my eleven year old cousin was watching AEW with me uh, on Thursday or Friday or something like that, mm. and he was just like, "Why is that guy wearing a mask?" I was like, "Well, that's you know that's the lucha style of wrestling," and he's like, "Well, why?" Like, well, in Spanish wrestling is the literal translation like to lucha that's that's what it is mm-hmm. but it's a whole thing then my grandparents were there too so they started going into how you know lucha is you know just spanish wrestling it just means spanish and all right. that stuff and i'm like well hang on a second it's a whole different style of wrestling right you got a lot of kicks and flies and flies, stuff like that and, flies, and all yeah. this so i had to explain to 11 year old what lucha <laughs> lucha libra wrestling is <laughs> Interesting. I I would like to have been there for that conversation. (laughs) (laughs) Look at him just like, what? Um, uh, Really quick here, Santana Ortiz taking on uh, Omega and Matt Hardy. I'm enjoying the Omega Matt Hardy uh, is building up to uh, basically Hardy being part of the elite now. Um, I was just happy that JR addressed how he doesn't like the whole scratch thing. Yeah, he he did say (laughs) to Shivani. He goes, and I quote, Uh, Yes. You ever see anyone win with that? No. I rest my I case. I rest my case. <laughs> <laughs> Ross is definitely outspoken when it comes to, uh, but but to that end, like there are a lot of a lot of uh, moves, like and not every move is a finisher, like you know. <laughs> I don't yeah. say like Ross. Ross has to. It's first of all, the idea of uh, uh, being that old school kind of mentality of wrestling and saying like you you won't count when they they'll get on somebody and punch them ten times in the in the corner because that's not realistic. Professional wrestling. Other than the actual like physicality of it, it's not realistic. So, no. <laughs> um, so it, it, I think he's he's just it's too deep. Not deep. It's it. You think it's way too serious <laughs> in his eyes to kind of like say, uh, "Has anybody ever finished?" I I, I laughed hard heartily <laughs> when I heard oh, that yeah. part. It was hysterical to to kind of hear him say that. But at the same time, there's a lot, I, I kick somebody in the stomach. It's not a finishing move. <laughs> like if I if I do like a uh, uh, I don't know. Throw somebody's head into a turnbuckle. It's not a finish. It, it, there's a ton of uh, thousands of finishing of moves that aren't finishers. I just but find- sometimes sometimes you do have moves that people use that aren't finishers, and other people use that are finishers. Example A: Andrade with the back elbow and the Judas effect. Mm. Example B: King Corbin with the choke slam and and Undertaker with the choke slam. Right. Right. Same move. Same move. Probably both dudes at the same height. Yeah. But yet. Uh, Elias was able to kick out of King Corbin's choke slam. That's true. When I don't know how many people can kick out of uh, Undertaker's other than Sean and then probably Hunter. Wrestling. Um, <laughs> the return of MJF uh, taking on, taking on uh, Lee Johnson and Warlow basically just destroying uh, uh, Johnson. And uh, we had Pineapple Pete. <laughs> like, it's Finally. Even, it's not even his name. Pineapple Pete taking on uh, Chris Jericho. And and Jericho doing what he does best is basically taking taking a guy who is not there yet, putting him over until he basically just destroys him with one move. <laughs> yep, he, he did the back elbow and that was it to, to his face. He's so good at doing that because it not it's not even like it's gonna bury Pineapple Pete. No, 
Yeah, no, he, he definitely put him up there, but then gave him the Judas effect to kind of just like put him back down. But yeah, he definitely gave him enough enough of that, of that to kind of give him a little push. Um, and then R.I.P. to Vanguard one. <laughs> the the drone got destroyed by the bat. I saw that coming. Yeah, um, that wasn't good. And then the main events uh, with the fallen angel onto his broken back, Christopher Daniels uh, taking on broke uh, Mister Brody Lee. And his uh, his stolen belt. Um, you forgot to mention about Stadium Stampede. Uh, quickly, go ahead. Stadium Stampede will be the Elite versus the Inner Circle at Double or Nothing, provided yes. that the Elite accepts the challenge. Which, of course, they will. Will be in, in a stadium. Empty stadium. Just, I don't know exactly what that's going to mean. False, false count anywhere? Who knows? Who knows, Who knows at this point? No. I have no idea. Hmm. It would be great if it's false count, false count anywhere. Because then you have someone in where, where are they Jacksonville? Yeah. So you get someone right. You can do just pin them on the fucking fifty yard line. That'd be awesome. Pin them in the end zone. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Um, have Jake Hager take out the goalpost and put it onto Matt Hardy, and then he vanishes and then comes back somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> those 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 times. I'm telling you, every if he could do that every single time, every like, iteration that that Hardy's gone through. And if he could just come come out and there's like another one of those characters, whether it be a Hardy Boy, I want him to come out with the lumberjack bandana across his head. Yeah. <laughs> OG Matt, OG Hardy. Matt Hardy. He comes out as high voltage too. Yes, oh my god! <laughs> but his hair's got to be like his hair's got to be spiked up. It's got to be like, uh, uh, yeah. I'm looking forward to, to double or nothing here. Um, oh, I, and, and Daniel's uh, get, getting the uh, the loss here. But can I just ask why? At the end of it, if when when Moxley comes out and he's all you know, full of uh, fire and piss and vinegar and he's all upset and he goes after Brody Lee, and Brody goes up the ramp with the belt because wrestling because he just stops in the ring and then he takes the microphone and you still you see Brody Lee kind of still exit like he's still on the ramp like he's he's, he's, <laughs> he's about thirty feet away <laughs> you can still get your belt <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna get a mic and I need to talk to camera to hard camera um yeah I just found that funny it's like let me just stop everything right now and, and why say my piece because wrestling. There you go. That was wrestling. AEW. AEW, <laughs> my friends. Um, really quickly, we talked about... Uh, uh, we, no, we didn't talk about NXT. Um, We're going to. Let's see what I know. Um, all right. So, NXT. Um, starting things off here, I... I <laughs> I, 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 I knew something that was going to happen with this, this tag match with uh, Imperium. And... Uh, it's there is a whole shift of and we've talked about this before a whole shift of these belts being held by people that are actually in building and so mm-hmm. if riddle can make it uh done can obviously for travel travel reasons restrictions um ironically half of imperium is in the states so they're that's why they're appearing all the time but they are a tag team whereas thatcher and riddle are not so the first match being imperium and against matt riddle and timothy thatcher not the way I thought it was going to end. I thought I'm not. I thought it was going to be Imperium to win it, just because again that, what I just mentioned as far as the the continuity of teams. But I didn't think that Thatcher would kind of pull this. What he did, I didn't think it was going to happen this fast. I thought that maybe this would have been like a DQ match to set up for another match later on down the road, right? And it would have. I I figured that he was going to turn heel. But I did not think it was going to be this quick. It was very quick. <laughs> it was very quick, which uh, I I I like. I like that it I because it, 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 at the end of the of NXT, 
you saw the two of them go at it and kind of have it, it was immediate like payback. It was they didn't waste any time. <laughs> they thought it was be like a next week thing. Nope, they just had it at the end of NXT for the same night. But uh, yeah, it turned quick. Why why didn't they save it for the next day? I mean, for the next week, you 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 would think like you would think that they, right? they have to have filler, right? To kind of fill in time here, but no, it, that was the main event of of the night. Uh, so. The only thing that I can think about this is that maybe Matt Riddle's going into a different storyline. Maybe he's going elsewhere. So here's here's my my theory is that because Pete Dunn recommended Thatcher when Dunn comes back and has to answer for this, he's going to go heel, and then the two of them, Riddle and and Dunn, will have a program together against each other, or does Thatcher team up with Dunn? I, that's probably and then I'm... and then Riddle finds a, a tag partner, right? Or, 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 or who, this, do, th- or, who do you think it would be? Or this quick. is or this is maybe well if I if I if he had to team up with somebody else, uh... logic says Keith Lee, but he's the NXT yeah, I was gonna say Dijakovic. Um, mm. but uh, maybe this that's not bad. His reason his their way of separating him to go back into singles uh, contention. Um, mm-hmm. and, and then maybe just have because again because Don recommended Thatcher and he's he's uh, Riddle will, will go after Don and say why'd you <laughs> have him tag with me and then the two of them go at it. I I, I like the Thatcher Don uh, theory, uh, but we shall we shall see. We shall see. Uh, we shall see. Um, <laughs> so we have new champs in, in Imperium. Uh, uh, Tegan Knox uh, in a match. <laughs> the only thing about this match here was uh, I I screamed at Morrow. Even though I, I appreciate... Oh, it's the other thing, too. I, I forgot to... I was going to start this off by saying. This NXT, uh, because I, I mentioned in the past as far as the aspect of the two of them being uh, Mauro Ronaldo and Beth Phoenix not being in the building mm-hmm. because they never show them. Um, and I, I, I miss Nigel tremendously. Not that they're doing a bad job. I still... I miss the three of them. But... Since the two of them are not in the building, there has been a lot, and I, I noticed this last week too, and I, I, it's more, it was more prevalent this week. Notice a lot of talking over uh, each other. So because they're doing whatever they're doing as far as the, the Comrex system, as far as the Zoom call, they're not in the same room, they're not in the same building, they can't see each other talk, they can't give each other signals as to what, you know, so basically there was a lot of points where Beth would, say, would start saying something, and Morrow being Morrow would just chime in, whereas if they were in the same building, it, wouldn't, it wasn't happening. As much as this, it was a lot. It was a lot of times where it was just like t- she would talk, and then he would just come in. She would try to talk again. <laughs> he would come in, um, and the only the only thing that worked with that was that because Byron Saxton was in the building and he was in this this trio of of the booth. He basically talked when Marl would would go to him. It's like, what about this yeah. Byron? But whereas Beth would talk, and they would just kind of cut. That was my only my only gripe uh, with that. I, I I definitely agree with you on that. There was. A little bit more uh, Amaro and Beth stepping on each other this week than in past weeks. Yeah, I have no idea why. Uh, Maybe it was poor connection. Maybe their bandwidth was down (laughs) for the moment. (laughs) They need to work that out. But all that to say is that Amaro made a... a, Tegan Knox came out in a Captain Marvel uh, costume outfit Mm, for her wrestling gear. And she and he said she's the Captain America of NXT and uh, clearly wearing a Captain Marvel costume. ring gear it was kind of a it would have been better if he had said uh she is the marvel of nxt yes yes see this is why you know what i mean this is why you're you it's just it's little things yeah uh quick fun fact about indy hartwell yeah i'm almost positive almost positive aussie yes she is yes and uh she's roommates with brandon vink 
Okay. They may be going out. I'm not exactly too sure. Hmm. Right? Right. And Simone Johnson. Rock's uh, daughter. Rock's daughter. Hmm. Okay. Who also, I saw an interview that saying that she's apparently been training secretly for two years now since she was 16. Simone? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, you, Good for her. You I will see her. wait, to be honest. You will see her very, I'm telling you, you see her very soon. Probably not yeah. Not this year, but I'd probably say next year you'll see her very soon. Um, Against Charlotte? Oh, my you imagine? God. <laughs> you imagine? That would be very cool. I mean, it's too soon to have that have, you know, any meaning to it. Right. But damn. It, it will at some point when she is, she's there. Wasted opportunity if they don't lock up ever. Uh, that would be absolutely, absolutely right. Um, the cruiserweight uh, tournament for the fake champion continues. Uh, Jake Atlas defeating Tony Nese. Uh, it was brought on up online that Tony Nese now zero and three. He was apparently he was already out as of last uh, match being zero and two. Mm-hmm. He lost this match against Jake Atlas being zero and three, so he's out of the tournament. But he's he looks good in all the matches that he's done. Like he's basically from the get go, from the start. In hindsight, he's he was basically here just to put over everybody that he's wrestled. With that said, he's he's done a very good job putting over whoever he has wrestled. In in this case, it was Jake Atlas. Whereas in the other match that was on this NXT, which was uh, Jack Gallagher, Jack Gallagher versus I uh, forget that G uh, versus Swerve Scott, um, Gallagher in in the other matches, the other two matches that he's he's fought in, it was kind of like a wishy washy. Whereas this one here, he was actually very good and took the win, which meant absolutely nothing. Exactly. Except for the fact that now Scott is out of the tournament too, um, with no way to win. So those are, those are two good matches. Uh, the only thing that this is really setting up for, yeah, is a triple threat match for Group A with. I think it's Drake. Yeah. If he wins, so he has to. He basically has to. He has to go straight. Win <laughs> to win this whole thing. Drake has to win out. Win out, yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Which is, I mean, if that's, if I mean, that's granted, sort of, everybody really has to win out uh, at I mean, this point. Well, no, other than uh, who's undefeated right now? Tazawa, uh, Tazawa or Kushida? Did Kushida lose one? Mm, I, I is there a like a ranking that we can get on 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 this thing? <laughs> I have to take a look. Uh, I can look that up. In the meantime, yes, I, I will look that up. In the and mean, in between time. In the mean, meantime, in between time, we had uh, a match set up from last week. So we had Cameron Grimes against uh, Finn Balor. Um, <laughs> I mean, shout out, shout out to my friend Stephanie, who who finally, as as you know, Stephanie, and the two of them just uh, robbed. They do not watch Wednesday Night Wrestling. And I continuously get Please don't get me started on this. <laughs> it pisses me off. But I will say that she, so she actually watched this weekend, and she was like, I hated it. And I go, why? And this, what? and mind you, I I didn't watch I didn't watch NXT yet. Uh, she goes because Balor lost. <laughs> I go, oh, so Cameron Grimes really? Yeah, Cameron Grimes beat Finn Balor. And mind you, this by the way, I wrote this down that um, in the past let's see six months. So this is well May, yeah. So six, past six months since December, Cameron Grimes has defeated uh, Kushida, yes, Tony Dejanay, uh Tony Tony Let's <laughs> well, Tony Nice, Dijakovic. <laughs> And now Balor. So he, 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 I know, whatever, Dejanay, but he still, he still beat him. So one, two, three, four. He's beaten five people in a row now. So now he's on the streak. Is he going for like a number one contender? Are we talking about Cameron Grimes as uh, in the picture? I mean, I think you, he, he, I think that's the whole point of what they're trying to do 
is that he's really not getting over with the with the you know the audience yeah of sorts mm. and uh the only way to do it is to have he is a heel so what better way what better way to be like you know i've knocked down every opponent that's been put in front of me why don't give me you know why not give me the the opponent right so like was this 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 was a interesting match and i really don't know why i didn't see that it was damian priest that attacked finn balor so yeah that's it's i did it for me he had definitely mentioned in a promo that he was like if you got a something about climbing to the top or something like that right so he was the one that 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 attacked finn balor weeks ago uh can we also talk about by the way his uh <laughs> his i don't know if you know his real name uh finn balor punishment name. martinez it is punishment martinez no uh Fer- fergal devitt <laughs> Oh, oh yes, for, for, uh, Finn Balor. Yeah, Finn I Balor. didn't know that actually. Fergal Debit. Um, so Fergal, That's where the Prince came. Yeah, Prince. Uh, it has to do with uh, Irish folklore, right? Uh, yes, uh, I, I know it is. Yes, it's. Uh, I will find that story as well. I'll find out what where the origin of that comes from. But in the meantime, uh, another another in, meantime in between time, he. Um, <laughs> He, the only thing I have an issue with Finn Balor, and I, I understand that they're trying to, on the DL, make him face again, but like that uh, that dark line face, where he the tweener face, the, yes, the tweener face. So he has he's faced, which is very weird. I, I I don't understand why what the what the writing is for this, but he's faced Walter, which went nowhere. He whoa, faced whoa, whoa, whoa. he faced Dream, went nowhere. I mean, that face. He, yes. he actually. I'm saying, like, he actually, like, face to face, like, tried to start a program with them, and they went nowhere. And now facing Damian Priest. So, the, the last three reason, times, yes, God, and Grimes, the only, what Dream Grimes, and then not Priest. Okay, the only reason that Walter and that thing never got started was because of the whole UK. I think that storyline would have been amazing, absolutely amazing. You would have had Finn Balor going up against a club of sorts. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe Finn Balor puts together his own club. Maybe Finn Balor is trying to scout a bunch of people and then go after Walter and all of Imperium. Okay. You know, Pun- uh, Pun- I almost called him Punisher Martinez. Uh, Damian Priest is another one of those people I could see aligning with Finn Balor at some point. Because of that whole tweener face type, you know, the dark face. Well, that's not good. The uh, <laughs> I get what you're saying. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. I understand what you're saying. I couldn't have done a better analogy. I tried. <laughs> I really did. I know you did, buddy. I know you did. Um, <laughs> I, I just wanted. I I understand things are going on. Obviously, with everything that's happening now, it just it was weird. It's been weird that he's jumped from the introduction of him and Walter. Obviously, now he can't. He, you have something, but what's what's the excuse as far as him and like he, he he confronted Velveteen Dream that went nowhere and Dream kind of just snuck off and went to face Adam Cole. Then he had this thing with Cameron Grimes that's over now apparently, and now him and Damian Priest. So it's it's kind of it's kind of weird that he's just like bouncing around between different uh, different people here. Uh, as I mentioned before, yeah, Jack- it was. Uh, now that I uh, really now that you mention it, it was it, it is odd that he has faced all these different people and nothing has gone. Nothing's got, yeah. Well, it was hopefully, unless it, unless it circles around at some point, right? Hopefully, it'll you know, there's some sort of payoff, some shit will happen. 
Uh, Gallagher defeating uh, uh, Swerve Scott. Uh, Caden Carter and the ever sexy but still green Aaliyah uh, coming out in, in just harsh force. Like, she's just, like, basically crushing uh, Caden Carter's face even though she lost. Um, do you remember Robert Stone in uh, TNA? No, I don't. He, went, uh, he was Rob E. Yes, he was Rob, yes. Yeah, um, so that was it. So Aaliyah trying to impress him, but taking the loss uh, on that one. And then the main event, Matt Riddle and uh, Timothy Thatcher. Matt Riddle won, but Thatcher basically Timothy just Thatcher. basically destroyed. You know where well, Thatcher's from? Uh, California. Timothy Thatcher's from California? Yes. So yeah. Why does he have a British accent? Does he? I don't think he does. I don't know. Listen to him talk again. Holy shit. Yeah, when in, that just blew my mind. In his promos. He's, he, he was announced from California. Was he? Yeah. <laughs> when, yeah. When they announced all, all, Listen, the extent of my knowledge about Timothy Thatcher mm. was that on the indies, he was one of Walter's preferred uh, tag team partners or opponents, something like that. Okay. He worked with Walter a lot. I'm almost positive. That's why I just assume, assumed England. Sacramento, California. Where did he train? He's an American. Uh, where did he train? Well, let's see here. Where did he train? And then where was he on the independence? Trained most? by SPW Training Academy, APW Boot Camp. Early days started in All Pro Wrestling. This is All America? September 2005, made his, his debut in Supreme Pro Wrestling. Uh, why not? Where are these located? <laughs> I looked this up. God damn it. Supreme Pro Wrestling. That's definitely a like an American that thing. That is an independent wrestling promotion based out of Sacramento, California. Oh, shit. Wow. We've been running house shows uh, monthly since the year 2000. Nine. I'm gonna right after this. I'm gonna go see a Tim a Timothy Thatcher promo in NXT because yeah. I'm I could have sworn he was British. Mind blown. He is not. Sorry. Wow. Yeah. See. Wow. Learn something new wow. every day. The more you know. Do, 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 do. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that is NXT, and last but not least, your Smacker Downer. Um, the only thing I can say is well, not only thing. One of the things I can say is that I I appreciated even though. Uh, we we seem to f- always find reasons to have this wild card rule, <laughs> and we'll just we'll just call it different names every single time. But it's it remains the same. It's all it's always just a wild card. Um, that we can have one champion go on all brands and shout out certain people. In this case, I talk about Charlotte Flair shouting out Bailey, and this whole thing starting or starting to like simmer even more. With uh, Sasha Banks and Bailey, and her stirring the pot, I like it. Go ahead. Just uh, really quickly on that note, mm-hmm. I nearly shed a tear during uh, SmackDown during that part okay. of of Sasha Bailey and Sar- and Charlotte because um, it took me back to Monday night, and then I, I kind of realized that. My horsewoman storyline is fucking falling apart. It's right falling apart by the same. <laughs> I've never been more upset. You're, you're about yeah. some wrestling in my life, and uh, it's not happening. It's not happening, dude. I'm sorry. Of all the things that you've, it's still real to me. <laughs> damn it! Of all the things, <laughs> of all the things that you have uh, uh, come up with as far as ideas, 
Queen of the Ring is still a viable idea. That's probably the most viable one. Uh, the four horse women uh, coming back is not a thing. I'm sorry. It, it let it let it die now. I apologize. That baby. Now here's that, here's another thing. Your, your myth baby is 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 killing the whole thing. By the way, just long. <laughs> oh, fuck man, the myth. Stupid myth God baby. God damn it. That um the whole long con of this could be that when Becky finally comes back, it reunites the four horsewomen. Mm, okay. Right. Mm, maybe Survivor Series 2022. <laughs> <laughs> it could it could happen. It could happen. Um, it could happen. Do you want to know why? Because wrestling. Because wrestling. Because wrestling. Never say never. <laughs> never say never. Never never thought I'd see uh, San Martino back in WWE, but before he died, Triple H pulled it off. Never thought I'd see Warrior. Warrior. He pulled it off. Yeah. Uh, CM Punk. Never thought it's I'd see It's so him. funny that it was it, it was Hunter. It was Hunter that pulled it off. All of them. I know. All three of them. All three of the. All three of Vince, Vince is hard headed. No, no, Vince is done. Yeah. <laughs> the softest. The softest pot. The softest spot of Vince's head is Triple H. It's Triple H. Yeah. Yeah. He. 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 Triple H is the uh, the go to kind of the uh, person to bridge the gap between <laughs> between everybody and kind of men fences. Yeah. The magistrate. He of is sorts. the magistrate. Uh, this <laughs> really quick here with the the intercontinental uh, tournament because why because we can't have champions that aren't going to show up so we got to relinquish the yeah. title brock lesnar doesn't show up and he's one of the best wwe champions of how is that a thing by the way i, I know we're, we're but Sami Zayn literally doesn't want to fucking get infected and infect other people you're gonna have him and he can't be champion can't be cha- you have lesnar show up three times a year but you, but, because but jordan devlin can still be champion and they can crown an interim champion so right. where does that line up where is there where does it line up where's their interim, interim uh, ic champ there's not because then they have to make another belt, unless they bring back the old, like the white belt. Be like, listen, this is the interim. <laughs> that's the Cody belt. It's, Sammy's got the real one. That's this the, is the interim. That's the Cody belt. <laughs> yeah, that's the only reason they got Can't rid bring of that it. Back. Um, Elias taking out King Corbin. I, I, yeah, I, I, I didn't see him King Corbin winning the Money in the Bank. I, I obviously I didn't see him winning this this belt. Uh, Dana Brooke ended a push of a of a lifetime all of a sudden because. Nobody else is in the building, so why she's not? Been, she's been in the middle of a push for the past two years. <laughs> this push is basically her, her her getting like tapped on the shoulder, and maybe she moves forward. <laughs> it's just it's not even like that yeah. much of a push. It's very weird. She got selected goose after duck duck, and now she's running. <laughs> and for now her she's life. running. Uh, uh, R.I.P. As, oh no! Yeah, uh, Daniel Bryan and Drew Gulak. When they announced this tournament, by the way, and I said it before. They announced this tournament with all these matches, and I was like, these are all four matches that could headline pay-per-views at any point. And so yeah, the, the... Just not the top five, but yeah, no, I get it. Right, right. Um, but the idea of having these two guys go at it when they were so intertwined in the storyline, it was such a great match. And it was so, like, they, they, they said to each other at some, at some point, it was, it was said that uh, online that they would they would not like kill each other but with that it would be a good technical match and it really was and so Brian takes it and even in the midst of yesterday uh him getting uh, let go not fired he was let go uh, or not resigned that he was still tweeting that it was good to good to see you, good to fight you and basically we'll do it again and blah 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 but yeah yeah not so much but maybe you know, at some point maybe they'll, they'll work it out but not not now uh, no more I think about this is re- really quick. You ever realize how many wrestlers you can tell are really big sports fans? Oh. Okay. You see Gulak 
what's the color pattern on his uh on his tights and everything uh black and red well no it's orange and black is it orange okay it looks like I, I it's orange it black a okay. little bit of white in there gotcha right yeah he's from philly sure everybody knows he's from philly okay and he's a huge flyers fan oh there you go another example mm-hmm. kurt hawkins rest in peace also, <laughs> <He's not dead. laughs> you said it at the beginning of this when we just started the, talking. I, 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 the career. I'm sorry. <laughs> exactly. Me too. He's, he's murdered. All of his gear has been blue and red. I mean, blue and orange. Because he's from Long Island and he's a Met fan. Ah, there you go. Except the time that he was at MetLife Stadium mm. during the last Mania. And he wore green and white for uh, the Jets. There you <laughs> go. I know I'm not that bright, but I can get it. I got it. One, two, <laughs> three. You got it. Keep yeah, going. Yeah. Uh, one, two, three. Um, Seven, twelve. Right. <laughs> throughout the <laughs> throughout the night, we had uh, <laughs> we had Otis uh, try to get. Uh, by the way, in the beginning of the uh, beginning of the night, it had. Uh, Otis come in the ring with uh, with Miz and Morrison <laughs> during uh, uh, Miz's show, and the chair would not he would not fit in the chair. He threw the chair to the ground, and then a producer came over and put another chair in as if they were going to use it. And then the Miz was like, like "What are you doing?" Fifteen minutes later, <laughs> we're done. <laughs> we're done, dude. And he kind of he kind of rolled with it, but it was just weird that all of a sudden, like someone told him to put a new chair in there, put a wider chair as if it's like that's that's gonna like they're they're already standing up and they're already almost face to face with each other. Why would they sit back down? Little and that... we we forgot to discuss what Otis had in his briefcase. Uh, what did he say? It was a uh, pastrami? Uh, bratwurst. Bratwurst. <laughs> um, <laughs> I love Otis. <laughs> he's got <laughs> Rolades, Gas X, and Bratwurst in case he gets hungry later. <laughs> I love that. Um, uh, Miz compared him to Bartolo Colon's home run. Okay. You saw it. Did you hear that one? <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember that one. Yeah, he was like... This might be the worst thing since Bartolo Colon's home run or something like that. <laughs> um, and the last thing I have from that part was Mind you, uh, uh, if, you, that, if you don't remember the the home run, that was the the longest uh, longest taking. It's uh, my grammar is horrible, but the it took the longest to basically get around for Bartolo. It's just like he was trucking around. Oh, yeah, man. it took like five minutes <laughs> for him to get all the way around. It was very funny. It was his first home run. What do you expect? You milk it. I get it. I get it. Um, and Tucker got dysentery on the Oregon Trail. I did crack. Was, I did crack up. That was the best part. Yeah. That was the best part of the whole thing. Yeah. That whole segment was really good, um, especially because I have captions on mine. So I finally figured out how to spell dysentery. Dysentery. <laughs> now, when he when he says wait, put put on your your captions when he says to K and see how they spell that. T K A T K A Y. There you go. To to K. To K. K. Um, and then so he, he approaches Braun in the back, and, and I just love that he, he at, at the end, he approached Braun in the back to have him partner with him, and he's like, I'll think about it. And then later on in the night, uh, he, Braun gets approached, and he's like, uh, I'm still thinking about it. This is how I, this is how I think. So I, I just basically lift rubber bands. And then Otis comes out with a briefcase, and they're mocking him, Ms. Morrison are, and then it's just like a pause, and I, I wonder who's going to come out and be his partner. Uh <laughs> To, oh yeah, to the master of the obvious, and then Braun Strowman comes out, and they defeat Ms. Morrison, only to have Otis 
basically uh, pretends to kind of go after him uh, when his back was turned. Whoa, whoa. I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. I'm just kidding. Just kidding, me guy. Okay. Uh, and then okay. and then Mandy Rose coming out and just being as hot as hell. And... Well, that's what whole started the whole I'm going to cash in right now thing was Mandy. Hmm. And then he started, you know, shucking and gyrating. Yeah. And then it threw Braun off, and then Braun got distracted <laughs> by Mandy because, let's be honest. Because it's Mandy. Let's be honest. Come on. It's okay. Uh, <laughs> I love saying that. <laughs> I love saying that, especially on the Zoom calls, yes. just because Rob and Stephanie are just looking at us like, <laughs> no, they, But now they get it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I get it because it's, it's, it's on one of the shows that they watch, and it's, it's either Monday or Friday, and they know this character. God forbid they're on a Wednesday. Oh my God. Sons of bitches. Uh, I love just talking. I love talking wrestling. Wrestling and asshole friends. Oh, come on. They wouldn't be friends if they weren't assholes to you. Uh, no, they, they're, you're right. If, they, were, if right? they weren't assholes, they wouldn't be my friends. Yeah. <laughs> All of my friends are assholes. <laughs> All of my friends, including myself. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm the biggest of them all. Are you kidding me? You got to be an asshole to have friends who are assholes, <laughs> and that's the moral of the story. Only assholes, no assholes. Assholes, no. A- <laughs> and there's your, and there's your title, assholes, no assholes. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we on that note, we are out. This has been a blast, uh, <laughs> kind of recapping everything with you as far as the week in wrestling. Hit us up on Twitter, Sons of Slam Show on Twitter. Uh, please listen to us. Uh, tell your friends and neighbors about us on SoundCloud, Spotify. Apple Podcasts, uh, yeah, we have more to come this week. Uh, what do we have this week besides uh, so we no Becky Lynch? Uh, oh, we have Edge uh, coming up with uh, his response uh, tomorrow to uh, Randy Orton, which is challenge. probably going to be. So it's yes. going to be. Uh, I think he's going to say no and just uh, kind of kill that storyline altogether. No, he will say yes. Um, and much like every one of Finn Balor's storylines. Yes. <laughs> no. Yes. Uh, and, and much, much more. Again, please hit us up on Twitter and let us know uh, what you think about everything that we've discussed. That is it. I got nothing else. You? I got nothing else. Hey, man. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us everywhere. Go listen to the show. Stream, download, tell your friends. Yes. Rate, rate subscribe, review, and all that good stuff. I am going to close this out just like one big cheeseburger in paradise. I'm going to put it... Uh, I'm going to sandwich the show. <laughs> With a, a banger. <laughs> you don't know how happy this makes me. <laughs> this is for you. This is for you. We're out. Nibbling on sponge cake. Watching the sun bake. All of those tourists covered with oil. Strumming my six string. On my front Shout door out to all my parrot heads out there. Smell those shrimp, they're beginning to boil Wasting away again in Margaritaville Searching for my lost sugar of salt Salt, salt, salt Sons of Slam podcast.